and welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical wrestling podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. Uh, a couple of things before we get started proper, you can follow the show on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash, on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash, and you can find all the episodes ever recorded on Random Rob dot com because wrestling is trash dot com has lapsed i didn't <laughs> renew the domain name because they didn't send me a notification and i fucking forgot so it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> but joining me once again as we talk about the royal rumble and uh, quite a few other things one nick anicelli and carl bird <laughs> Yeah, uh, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, yeah. What they do, baby boo? Ba- what they do, baby boo? <laughs> I'm gonna start stealing Kofi Kingston's word and just say, "What they do, baby?" Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was like, you, you channeling your inner Kofi and shit. Yep. But um, somebody's yeah. got to be the Kofi of the crew. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess it wouldn't be one of the black guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. There's a lot going on. Um, NXT UK, fucking Cardiff Blackpool Two Elemental P just concluded, and a lot of stuff leading into the World's Collides pay per view that we'll probably touch on briefly here. And um, Shit, we just had Wrestle Kingdom not too long ago. The 14th iteration of the thing. It was a pretty good show. If you hadn't watched it, I recommend that you go back and do it. It's a two-night event. Maybe even three if you throw in New Year's Dash right after. And um, shit, what else we had going on? Did we have any other pay-per-views? I think, what, today, as we record this, uh, Impact has their... Yeah, what's that? What's the name of the Impact pay-per-view? I don't know, but I know they have one tonight. Which is mucked in controversy as we speak, uh, with Tessa Blanchard giving off some uh, yeah, somewhat racist comments and racist some, um, accusations of bullying in the locker room. Dude. Right? Yeah, it's like they, they usually like to wait till somebody's on top to like knock them down somehow. Yeah, because like I haven't been keeping up with TNA proper. I pop in here and there. I would not, I, excuse me, let me correct myself. Not TNA, Impact, because um, former guests of this show, Brian Cage and uh, Kiara Hogan, they, they frequent that forum. So I pop in and check on them here and there. But um, from what I understand with Tessa Blanchard, she has been booked and billed as the top star there, which tonight, as we record, she is in um, a match for the Impact Heavyweight Championship, which is unprecedented in that company so it's coincidental that all these accusations and all this uh, slander comes up the day before said event hey, it's how it is <laughs> most importantly Liv Morton came back that's all that really matters mm-hmm. word <laughs> that's my girl so I mean why do you think people do that, man? Is it is that much? Is it that? Um, what one of my homeboys, uh, Delvin Cox, fuck you, Delvin, and um, he said that 
she getting Bill Cosby right now. And I was like, I don't think it's that bad, but it's pretty upsetting. Nah, not that bad, but it's like, yeah, it's like, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's like a sense of haters and then like, who knows how long ago like those tweets were and like, you really have to have some type of agenda or vendetta against her if you're gonna like go back and find, you know, those said tweets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then just hit her, hit her at the right time, you know, when she's about to get, you know, get a huge major push. So do you think because of this controversy and all in this scandal or whatnot, is it going to derail any plans that Impact had for tonight's show in regards to that match? I was, I was just going to say, I think it might actually. It could. Yeah, it could. Cause Impact, you know, they're starting to finally get that buzz right now and they just don't want to, they don't want anything to ruin that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So, so let, let's get into Rumble Talks and whatnot. Uh, what, what, what's the first on your docket? What y'all got going on? What's buzzing through your head um, right so, now? So, wait, hold on. Before we start, are we going to do you want to go through the card or what do you want to do? I really don't care. We'll let Carl decide. Carl! Uh, oh, you're going to put all this on me. Yeah, you you, yeah. Have, you have those you have those broad shoulders. You are the big E of the group. <laughs> I got broad shoulders. Yeah, where they at? Since since, since uh, Nick is Kofi, you you got to be big E, and I'm Xavier because I'm doing all the work. <laughs> okay, because I wanted to be Xavier, but we can do that. Well, I was gonna. Well, well, I mean, you could be Xavier because you got inspired. more hair. I have slightly more hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My girl, she, my girl thinks I'm, my girl thinks I'm bald. Oh. I don't know how, but you have. What do you mean? You have hair? Yeah, I know. But uh, she just says I'm bald, and I go get my hair cut. She's like, "What hair are they cutting?" I'm like, you don't see all this, and I don't know. Maybe maybe, it's just, maybe she's just referring to the style that you use or whatever. She used to seeing kid kid play high tops and all kind of shit like that. <laughs> I, I guess so, because I no, I like to keep my I keep my hair cut low. Yep. So, so what, what we got? What you got on the docket, man? So earlier this week, um, Bully Ray on Busted Open Radio, he actually booked the Rumble. Mm-hmm. That was such a good episode that it inspired me to actually get creative and book and. Uh, you know, create my own scenarios of how I would book the Royal Rumble. Now, we actually booked the entire Royal Rumble match. Uh, you can find out on the UWO podcast uh, YouTube page. Um, I know I sent it to you, and I, you said you didn't get a get a chance to listen to it, Rob. Uh, Nick, you told me Throw me under the bus. <laughs> you, you a family man. You busy. I understand. Hey, hey, it's just me, so I'm good. I listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, uh, what, what were some of the things that you took away from it? Me? No, the one that was talking. <laughs> oh, I was like, they didn't say Well, my, what Bully said, and I actually will get into that a little bit in a little bit, but my first possible winner, and I'm actually going to 
I'm actually going to try to sell this to you, and I want to see what you guys would think. So a possible winner for the Rumble could be Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that's okay, per so, Bully Ray's booking. No, this was, not, this was actually my idea. Oh, okay. I'm listening. Go on. Okay, so... um. So let's say okay, Bobby enters and wins the and he uh, li- well depending on how the rules goes, like if they eliminate Lesnar, they get a shot at Lesnar, or if they win the whole thing, they get a shot. They can choose whatever title. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily sure. Not necessarily sure how they're doing this, mm-hmm. but let's just say yeah, he eliminates Lesnar, and he gets a shot at Lesnar. So Bobby has to tell Lana that like, all right, I need you to take a backseat because this is something I need to do on my own. So then Bobby has to sell to, to the best of his ability because we know his mic skills aren't that great. Mm-hmm. That the sole purpose of him coming back to the WWE was to face Brock Lesnar. Okay, and I, we kind of, people kind of had that vibe when he did come back because Brock was uh, still hovering around as the champion, I believe, when he came back, right? Yeah. Yeah, because so, cause, I mean, what what it was like is just like um, we done seen Brock face just about anybody and everybody that you know WWE would want to put up against him, and then having a big giant dude such as Bobby Lashley come back is like is a no brainer. Put him against Brock. <laughs> right, but they have never do, done that. Them two have actually never been in the same ring together. That's what the Rumble's for. At all. Exactly. Like the rumble would be the first time that they did that. So then, but then, you know, Bobby Lashley has to point out and also sell that Brock is afraid to face him. That ever since he's been back, that he's always gotten everybody else but me. We both, we both came up at, um, we both were trained at OVW. We both went on to have MMA careers. Even though Bobby Lashley, even though he never won a title, he's had a better MMA career than Brock Lesnar. They both came back to the WWE and it's like, they're both, you know, star collegiate amateur wrestlers. Like, why not? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of parallels there, but the only difference between the two, not only that one's white and one's black, but they put more stock into Brock Lesnar than they do Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley then came back, was in like two different groups, was a goddamn goober showing his ass with Leo Rush and all kind of other crazy shit. But that's nothing in, you know, recent history that they would even fathom doing with Brock Lesnar, unless Brock Lesnar himself said he wanted to do it. See, the only thing I got to say is I get it. Lashley does, he does have the better MMA record, but he was never in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, like I agree, Bobby's probably an animal in the cage. I ain't saying that at all. No, no, nothing like that. But you got to think like, how many do you see? How many do you see amateur records in boxing and stuff? They go like eight and zero, oh, and then they they get kind of like that call up, and they get put to sleep. Mm-hmm. Not saying Bobby couldn't handle it. He just never was maybe awarded that opportunity. I think that's the only reason why they kind of stick with it so much with Brock because he came from a well-known company. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason. So that's the only reason I don't think they presented Lashley like this big badass like that. 
I think because he had so much credit in WWE before he left, like, ah, well, about it after the return. We don't need to worry about his MMA shit. And um, before we started recording properly, um, we talked about Angelo Dawkins being garbage. Yeah. Um, he's having a boy, so his lineage will carry on. I didn't say he was garbage. Well, congrats to him. Ian, he's not garbage. It's <laughs> just, just that Montez yeah, is the man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Montez is the man. And I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but from what I remember, every tag team pairing that he has ever been in, the other person went on to do other things. And I mean, like, as in leaving and going to another company, <laughs> getting fired, <laughs> or just being, you know, better than him. <laughs> I know, he must be happy yeah. that he hasn't gotten released, you know what I mean? Just yeah. because of all that other stuff happening. Yeah, shit, I think he'd been there for, like, I don't know if this was just a miss. He was. I heard he was there for FCW. Yeah, like, like I don't know if it was a miswording or whatever, but there was a segment on NXT when him and Montez was going through the hallway just looking at some different things. He's like, dog, you've been here for 10 years. And, you know, I was like, what? <laughs> so he, he's 10 years. 10 years. That's what he said. That's what Montez said to him. So I don't know. That's fucking crazy if it is. <laughs> Probably it's probably because you just found that they finally found like that one gimmick for him that's working. Well, shit, his gimmick has been the same. He just been with different people. <laughs> He's always had the headband. They finally found somebody. Yeah, to jail with him. Yeah, they yeah. Found, they found somebody to jail with him. That's eventually going Shawn Michaels' ass and gone on to greater things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I definitely think they're going to make Angelo Dawkins the heel whenever they do split them up. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, either way it goes, oh, okay. I mean, there's going to be a split. <laughs> because Montez the other ones are going to go. I hope so. That would be awesome. Intercontinental to be at the least. Oh, yeah. yeah least, that's you know, it helps give that belt some credibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so I have a surprise entrance, entrance next. Okay, what you got? And um, is, it, is it who I think it is? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's exactly who I. Shawn Michaels. Nope. <laughs> you know what? Give me. I get two more. Two more guesses, Rob. Okay. Um, CM Punk. That's the later. Bully sold us on that. You might. You went ahead and spoiled that book. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that, fuck that guy. Anyway, um, so I said CM Punk. I said uh, Shawn Michaels, jokingly, of course. But um, right. <sighs> Edge. That was with somebody that we mentioned on that on the on the show, but oh, Zach Gowan. Zach Gowan, one one leg, hip- yeah. one leg hippity hop. Yep. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Well, now, why, oh, come on, break break me down. Why, why, why we, how we come to that? It's literally simply just because remember the the story of the Rumble is centered around Brock. Yeah, so we just we going to do uh, Brock. This is your life, Royal Rumble, Rumble style. Why not have a quick blast from the past and bring it? And them two were in a program together back in ruthless aggression. Era. Oh hell yeah, he beat the shit just, out of that guy. Yep, Literally. and he Literally. has to. He's gonna come in and take his shot. 
at Brock, sure you'll get eliminated like right away. Mm. But it was just a just a quick little oh my god, that gallon. Wow, I remember him. Nice little laugh, chuckle, he's out of the ring, boom, there it is. Yeah, I mean they've done that before. So I mean, I guess. But um yeah. on the on the topic of edge, I mean that's been on the tip of a lot of people's tongues since the um, he showed up and did that spear to what, Elias? Elias the summer slam. Yeah, so and then he when they had the podcast, him and um Christian, he was talking about that he feels good, that he feel like he can do at least one more match if he chose to and everything. And, he, and he's but, medically clear. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, usually when you hear those words from the man himself coupled with, you know, things to will follow after, like the spear and everything, showing that he can physically make contact with somebody else. I mean kind of, you know, the Rumble would be the place for that. Exactly. Especially to set up for anything WrestleMania if there is, you know, a legit match. Now, right. we, we know he's a busy man now, but do we have any thoughts about maybe John Cena making an appearance? At the Rumble... No, I read something that he wants to have a key role in WrestleMania this year. Yeah, I don't think he's ever missed a WrestleMania yet, right? I mean, he missed the pay per view, all the pay per views in nineteen, but never WrestleMania. Yeah, like he didn't fight at Mania, but he did that segment with Elias, which I loved because he was Doctor Doug and Nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which was ironic because I had the spinner belt. <laughs> what you end up doing with that? I still have it. This is right next to the um, world title. Ah, very well. Not to mention, you guys were there at that, you know. Yeah. It was insane in the membrane. Insane, got no brain. So, I have to ask, though, I guess, it's a little off topic, but it's still Rumble match related. Mm -hmm. Are we all kind of on the agreement of whoever eliminates Brock that's instantly his mania opponent? Mm -hmm. Because I think... I've read a lot online that Roman and the Fiends are going to happen at Mania, which I'm not a fan of. I am not either. Only, only because I'm all about Roman eventually being The Rock and John Cena. Like, eventually. I'm all about that. I like Roman. Good guy. You know, he's, he puts people over. Bully Ray uh, praises him for doing that. And so do, like, other wrestlers say Roman puts people over. But they want to put it high. Like, I just feel with logically it makes no sense for them to already only because they know whoever faces the fiend, no matter who it is, gets booed. Look at Seth Rollins. He was the biggest baby face. They put him against friggin' Wyatt and instantly everyone for Wyatt. Mm. That's the only thing I don't like about it. You, you're going to send Roman. They've done a lot of work getting Roman. Cause now when Roman comes on TV, he's getting more cheers than boos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always those assholes who are going to boo him. But overall, on TV, he's getting cheered more than booed. They put him exactly. in that feud with Wyatt. At, they put him at that feud with Mania and with Wyatt at Mania. He instantly goes back to square one. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, if I, he's I, the one. Especially if he's the one who beats him. I think if they're gonna, I know Rob, you're gonna hate to hear this. Oh, hate, don't if you do it. Gonna fit, if anyone's gonna face no. Wyatt at Mania for the title, it needs to be the Undertaker. Fuck you. <laughs> this show is over. <laughs> Hang up right and now. To be. Nope. <laughs> It nope. needs to be. No. No, 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 no. no, no. But, uh, you know, no, 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 no. To, to come back. Though. Who else? Who else? Who else? Come on. Well, screw the rumble at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Who else 
besides Roman is credible enough right now. I get it. It's not going to be the main event. The main event's going to be whoever faces friggin' Brock, which is going to be CM Punk. But who is credible enough to face Wyatt at WrestleMania for the match? Um, Which goes to my next possible, which actually goes to my next um, possible uh, story for Lesnar. Good segue. Yeah, that was a very good one. The Fiend versus Lesnar. Nah, they they alluded to it. I I would love it, but that ain't gonna happen. But they alluded to it. Okay, though. but let me explain. Let me explain. They, let me explain. They alluded to it on WWE television. Brock said, or uh, Heyman said something about the fiend or whatever. So it's been a, it's been right. put out there into the atmosphere. So it's not an impossibility. <laughs> okay, so check this. Bray Wyatt is actually is a surprise entrant. In the Rumble. Which could be Brave plausible. One. Which is plausible because your heavyweight champion is in there for whatever fucking reason. Right. Right. Bray once again eliminates Lesnar, but Lesnar causes Bray to be eliminated. I think if Bray Wyatt if Bray Wyatt gonna be in there, he should daggone come up from the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it pulls somebody down, which would mask them from the rest of the match because they didn't go over the top rope. Yeah. They went down through the ring. So people forget about that person that got drugged down. They have a hard fart match or whatever. And then damn, who, they'll forget about them and whoever come out back from under the ring, throw the last person out and they win the rumble. That, that That's a fantasy book. And I don't know who that person would be, but that would be pretty cool if they did it. <laughs> Damn, did you? Have- that, that would be interesting. That would be like a great. That would be like a nice moment. Mm-hmm. But here's, but here's what I have is you know Bray eliminates Lesnar or let Bray wins the, mm-hmm. wins um, wins the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Heyman actually has to sell the fact that the two have unfinished business that they started back at the 2016 Royal Rumble when Bray eliminated Brock. Mm-hmm. Yep. So somehow Lesnar cost cost Bray the title at Elimination Chamber, and then them two can go out of Armenia. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like you, you guys have been into the product more than I have been. I've been watching it in sparses and little pieces and whatnot. What hmm, is what a good host? What a good host you are to a wrestling show. Hey, man, mm. we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and future. So all this stuff is in the past, so we just rehashing this shit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, clue me in. Is Brock's title on the line? And what negative. happens if he wins the Rumble? So, no, it's not on the line. They have not said anything about that. And they haven't said what happens if he wins. That he's he is appearing on Raw tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest, I'm not really watching tomorrow because LSU and Clemson's on tomorrow night. Yeah, go Tigers, go Tigers, you, but, go Tigers, um, <laughs> go Tigers, go Joe, go Tigers. But um, no, so maybe I'll go back and forth, but they haven't seen, but uh, haven't seen, haven't said. Okay, so I mean, we still got a little bit of time. It's what two weeks away. They got two raw, yeah. They got two raws left before the rumble. Yeah, cool. Right, and he he's only been announced for next week. But obviously, with Lesnar, they usually announce it only a week before. Word. 
So I mean, we, that remains to be seen. We can get some um, some news on that Monday. Um, anything else you got, Mister Carl? We, we, one other thing that I didn't um, bring up as far as surprise entrance or whatever, and it's been tossed around. I believe maybe us in this circle might have talked about it, but Velveteen Dream. Oh wow! You definitely we we mentioned him in our in our in our <laughs> episode too as just. Just being an NXT presence, yeah, and and getting a chance to showcase what he can do on a much broader scale than to you know the Wednesday night you know the Wednesday night crowd. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of believe to the contrary. If he does make an appearance at the Rumble, is him transcending to either Raw or SmackDown? No, I don't think he's got. I don't think he's going to transfer. I think him showing up at the Rumble is just basically like with a, a couple of other names we have mentioned that um they're just making just NXT is making their presence known there. Okay. Now, I know this Bask is in his glory. Yeah, I know this is highly yeah, that'll be another good one. I know this is highly unlikely. But if there are NXT participants within the Royal Rumble, women or men, do you think uh, NXT main roster? I say it's a main roster because it is a third brand. The NXT main will they have somebody from the NXT main roster win the Royal Rumble? I think mm, if they nah. did that. Now, nah, if they did it though, which kind of leads me into what I was saying, what I wanted to say, what I want to see in the Rumble, just like everyone wants to see, is a Matt Riddle, Brock Lesnar stare down. But. I know, Carl, you guys addressed this on your thing. Is Matt Riddle really ready to main event WrestleMania? I don't no. think so yet either. I don't think so yet either. Mm-hmm. I would Sorry. love to see the match eventually before Lesnar hangs it up. I know Matt Riddle kind of speaks all obnoxiously and everything, which I'm a huge Matt Riddle guy. So I don't know if Lesnar's a, you know, a Matt Riddle guy. Mm-hmm. Lesnar's willing to lose or even face him. Well, see, you this- know, because obviously... It's been known in the past Lesnar gets invested in his matches, but if he doesn't give a shit, he doesn't give a shit like him and Ambrose in WrestleMania in Dallas. Yeah. But yeah. So that's the only thing with that. Honestly, there's only a few things I really want to see in this Rumble. A, a Lesnar-Riddle moment, you know, obviously some good comebacks, but when, once Bully Ray said it, and then Carl and them even said it too, I'm like so invested, and I hate that I know. <laughs> And CM Punk coming out at number 30. Fuck that. I might as well go back. I might I'm as well go so, back to it. I'm so invested that if he does not win, I might be disappointed in the Rumble. I'm being dead serious. Because <laughs> I will say, this is the first Rumble probably in about, since 2012, that wasn't predictable. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew Rollins was going to win. Everyone knew right. Nakamura was going to win. I was very confident Nakamura was winning that to chase AJ. Oh, very look confident. At you. That. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell you. Everyone knew. I knew Triple H was going to beat Reigns for the title. Everyone knew Roman was going to win that one in 15. Everyone knew Batista was going to win when he returned. Mm. You know? So it's just like everyone knew Cena was going to win so he'd face The Rock for the title. Like, I just feel lately they've been so predictable that this is what I'm looking. But if I'm, if this one is so predictable with Punk, it's a good one, though, in the end. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, right. I think they were set. 
I think they were saying it too. Either Carl, either you guys were saying it, or they were saying I'm busted open. Who's really credible enough right now? Because you know it's not going to be Seth again. Who's credible right now on this roster that fight Brock Lesnar in the main event at WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. And see, and that's what I was. You going. have you have to go with someone old. Yeah, see, as much as you yeah. know, a lot of people are getting sick of the part timers. You know, but I it just it makes sense for it to be Punk. It literally makes sense because you know the lump, the entrance down. It's like he's number thirty. Whether there's a bunch of people in the ring or not, he's not going to sprint down to the ring. You know the ring's going to clear aside if people are still in it. I doubt they're going to have number thirty just be Punk and Lesnar in the ring. You know, just like they're saying, Heyman's going to be all shocked and confused. So it's just like, it literally like makes sense. It has to, it's going to be someone returning slash part-timing winning the Rumble. Yes, that's Lesner, exactly. Lesnar lasts all the way. I don't think they let CM Punk or whoever eliminates Brock go all the way. I'm assuming they're giving Brock a huge payday to fight a fucking hour. Yeah, and that's what I t- told you. I told anybody that wins this rumble, it's not going to be anybody new or whatever. It's going to be some yeah. motherfucker that has, you know, a Randy Orton type or you know somebody that is Undertaker. Fuck you. And I actually, we actually mentioned Taker having yeah, a moment did. in this year's rumble. Man, you need to take a moment and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he, no, no. Hey, look, 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 look. Besides all that, besides all that, it's, it's, it's possible. It's plausible. I, I, I won't deny it. But for y'all to put that voodoo on me, knowing that I'm gonna be there live at the motherfucking rumble, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right, wait. Well, let me ask you this, Rob. What if Taker came out as the American badass instead? <sighs> He's still gonna be the I only. Know, I've, he's sti- I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for an American badass reunion for years. Look, and I really thought if they were gonna do it, l- it would have happened at so would the New Orleans one. Look, look, you ain't doing nothing but going to the character select screen and changing the motherfucking attire. It's gonna be still the same <laughs> goddamn character, just different clothes. Still the same busted up ass motherfucker. Just different clothes. I don't give a fuck if the damn Kid Rock theme plays that they didn't have the rights to. That's why they edited out all the old WWE pay-per-views on the WWE Network for only $9.99. But fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck his music. Fuck American Badass. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, Riley Freeman. Before before we go into another theory or spectrum, are we all in agreement or are any of us thinking number two is going to be someone big? Not big, like, like, do we think number two is going to be someone who's going to stay in the Rumble one? Because, you know, history speaks that number one and two usually are in the Rumble for a little bit. Yeah, they use. The last time I really don't remember that happening was when. Roman eliminated Rusev quick, but obviously it made sense because then AJ Styles made his debut. Yeah, because didn't they have a statistic once upon a time to where like number one and number two was produced the most Royal Rumble winners or some shit like that? No, no, no. no. Only two. No, no. This is what they say. They say only two two men have started out the Rumble and have made it to know and has and has made it to win the whole thing. Shawn Michaels being one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't mention the other one. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. He who shall not be mentioned. He shall who not be named. Yeah. But yeah. uh it's been a while, but well, anyway. Who um who do we see being a good well, number? I gotta two? go back to I gotta go back to this Jacob thing though. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Me 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 being a lifelong Jacob fan. Oh my god. Now, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I don't mean to yes. catch I don't mean here's to catch you. No, no, no. Hear about, hear about the scenario. No, I I'll let you I'll let hear you I'll let you finish. Let me Kanye you right quick. You know how on the go ahead, go ahead. you know how on the internet they do those wrestling things to where they put you know different people pictures on a month and they'd be like whoever your month is your birthday month is that's who you gonna face at WrestleMania or some shit like that. Yours is the Undertaker. Yeah. You fucking right. Mine is the Undertaker right now. I'm looking at it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's mine? December. December. Yours is Braun Strowman. Fuck. Carl, what you got? What's your birth month? I'm October. October, you have the fiend. <laughs> we all, we oh, all gonna die. We I, all, oh, I'm gonna die. Oh, y'all gonna die because y'all got some healthy competitors or whatever. I got this old motherfucker. I'm gonna kick him in the knees and get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, finish, finish but, what you were saying, man. Okay, so here's the, so here's the thought. Here's how we booked it. Shaker comes in. At number twenty-eight, mm-hmm. he has to. He's older. We get it. Yeah. So him, him and so him and um, him and Lesnar having a nice little stare down. You know, he's getting a couple of hits off of you know off of the other guys that are that remain in the ring. And next thing you know, it's time for number twenty-nine. Lights go out. You hear that crow? Sting shows up. Mm. They have that epic face to face that has never happened. That we have that. I mean, they did wrestle back in the eighties when they were in yeah. different personas, but they. But it's the a tease. There's your match. There's your match for Mania. It's a novelty act match. But it's a match itself. Man. They have their epic stare down, trade a couple of blows. They both eliminate each other. That's and easily match. There's your setup. There's your moment. You are not going to tell me that that place is going to be quiet if that if oh, that was to happen. It w- it will not. It will not. It will not. Now, Rob, Rob, you got to agree. Taker and Sting. That could be match of the year. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that, could, that could be match of the retirement home, some shit. I don't know. <laughs> now you know what I, I will. I will give you this: if that did happen, you know, fuck me being in attendance for that. But if I if that ever did happen, that would be a great moment in wrestling history. And you would still bet you about it. Yes, I would, but I see. I'm not talking on behalf of myself. I'm talking about as wrestling fans as a whole. Well, now before we keep going, Rob, did you listen to the Broken Skull sessions with the Undertaker? Dog, I couldn't even watch this motherfucker talk. Man, he looked like he was tired and shit. Like he was up past his bedtime and whatnot. The only thing that I, I the part that I got to that I enjoyed about that interview when Stone Cold brought the whiskey out, he's like, "Man, why you didn't start off like that?" And that's the. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you need to watch it. I watched I watched you know, majority. It was very of it. Good. Yeah, I watched majority of it, but like after a while, I was just like, nah. but once he once he bought out the alcohol, I thought that was funny as fuck. 
That that was good. But trust me, that that sets up your moment. I mean, I'm skeptical about the match itself because you have the the, the entrance, amazing. The epic stare down, amazing. But then the bell will ring, and then Lord knows what we're gonna get. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he lives and dies at the entrance. <laughs> So let me let me ask you guys yeah, this. Undertaker is now Undertaker and Triple H are now like the nostalgia novelty act. Mm-hmm. That that's what they are now. No, and then the only like, thing, see? the only difference with Triple H though is he'll serve a purpose. The Undertaker is just there just because he's the fucking Undertaker. Triple H will be there to serve as a heel when they don't have one predominantly and to be whatever you need him to be in the moment. The Undertaker is there because you, he's the motherfucking Undertaker. Ooh. Are, are, you guys, are you guys ready for two curveball questions? Yeah, let me get the curves. Go ahead. All right, you both got answers. So, first off, just I guess you can, you can take maybe two names. I'll allow two names. Mm-hmm. If someone from the main roster, so we'll include obviously because NXT is the main roster, to actually win, to throw Brock over, because as we all kind of were in agreement that it's probably going to be a part timer or someone from the past, who could you see being the one? I say if it's going to be anyone, personally, number one, I'd love to see Drew McIntyre. Now yeah. that he's kind of on the face movement, he can talk on the yeah. mic, he can fit the size. And then either him or I'd like, I think maybe it's just because I like him a lot. I, I'm speaking, I'm keeping it on Raw because I know they always do that shit. So maybe I'm being too critical with it. But I'd say Aleister Black. But I, if anyone, I could see it being Drew. Mm-hmm. I only think, I honestly think Drew's the only one on Raw who could actually do a, a storyline with Brock. Mm-hmm. That, that's my thoughts exactly. True. Yeah, and that's another one of those rumors that's been circle, circulating around too. Drew McIntyre versus uh, Brock Lesnar. That'll happen. I can see SummerSlam. Now, see, and that's another thing, though. I mean, I kind of I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I said if anybody win, it would be an older person or whatever, somebody more established. You know, in that vein, though, Drew McIntyre is an older guy. He has been there before, has been champion multiple times. So, I mean, that that legitimately, yeah, that legitimately, if he won, would be a surprise. Yeah. Now, here's the second curveball. Now, I think, okay, Carl, I don't know if it was you guys again or Buster Open or someone else where I read or listened. Obviously, WrestleMania is coming up. Yeah. We all know Triple H is going to have a match. Mm-hmm. Every year, Punk obviously posted on Twitter the WrestleMania 30 card, what it was supposed to be, which if I don't know if you really looked at it, randomly, Reigns and Ambrose were originally supposed to fight. So they already had plans to put up the shield before mm-hmm. they did. Anyway, on the card, obviously, we all know it's supposed to be Triple H and Punk. Now, that could likely happen. I could see Triple H entering the Rumble, eliminating Punk. And that's just a bare mania match. But besides him, because that's an obvious one, but not so obvious, who do you honestly guys think Triple H is fighting this year? Now, granted, NXT's been on all the different cards, so but he hasn't really been invested on any TV. He's been very behind the scenes. But who do you guys honestly see Triple H fighting at Mania this year? You know he's going to. Whether it's NXT or Raw SmackDown, but who do you see him fighting? Kevin Owens. Okay. 
Okay. Was that serious or sarcastic? Because I could see that actually. Both. <laughs> but it's the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind. <laughs> what you got, Carl? Oh, um, Kale would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Damn. It just depends really on going KO through. and. It just depends how long KO and Samoa Joe went in that rivalry with Rollins. Mm. Like I said, yeah. I, think a bunch of, I think a bunch of podcasts and websites are saying, usually by this time of year, nothing you can paint the whole card. But right now, no one got nothing. The closest thing I think people are saying is set in stone is either Brock and Punk, and then a lot of people are saying either Becky and Ronda or Becky and Shayna. And then Sasha and Bailey seems to pretty much, I think that's going to happen at Mania, finally. Word. I don't know. So Sasha and Mania, Becky's I can Ronda and Becky, I, Ronda and Becky, I have something for that, too. Oh, I'm all about now, that. Shana, Shana's talented. She's just boring. She's, it, yeah, the, the casuals won't get it. Like, you know, Shane is a heel. She's just, she's just that, you know, she's just that ruthless. She doesn't necessarily, she doesn't have that mainstream type of personality that she can project. She's more of, you know, she lets her, she does all her talking in the ring. She lets the matches speak for herself, speak for themselves. It just seems more obvious that it's going to be her. They took the title off her. People speculate Ronda, but we all know Ronda trying to have a damn kid. Maybe. I mean, that maybe was she'll be, maybe she'll be involved in the storyline. Mm. Um, well, how I actually have this book is okay. There was two scenarios. There was two scenarios. Uh, one was actually brought up, and another one, one that Bully Ray brought up, and it was one that I had to actually put together. So. For the women's rumble, you have both champions sitting at ringside doing um commentary. It has to be ringside. Mm-hmm. Ronda is a surprise entrant at number thirty and wins. Okay. And then she challenges Becky. She goes for Becky because she sells the fact that Beck that her shoulders weren't on the mat. Mm-hmm. When she pit, when Becky pinned her, so all this year Becky has. I mean, Becky, you know, she's been on. She's on the cover of the video games. She's in the commercials. She's doing all this merchandise and stuff. She's everywhere. You know, she's going through. You know, the whole Becky two belts thing. But Rhonda sells the fact that Becky was a fraud. That her whole entire title reign was based on a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that was there's the built-in... There's your match for Mania. Yeah, that was the built-in story to begin with. I'm all about it. I just don't want Roman to fight. Nah, I, I just uh, yeah. screen, uh, tweeted y'all a screenshot or whatever. Uh, Paige... Oh, I saw that. Yeah, you seen what Paige said, and uh, CM Punk responded with the Spider-Man joints to where they point at each other's like, hey, me too. 
So, I mean, there's your confirmation. CM Punk is in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I saw that you tweeted something and I didn't get a chance to look at it. Yeah, so there you I go. Just, Punk confirmed for the I Rumble. Just, <laughs> they just got a lot, they got a lot of speculating for the Rumble, you know what I mean? But the women's, I think, is going to be a lot more obvious than the men's because it's either Shayna, Ronda, or Shasta. Or Stasha. I'm really excited for Sasha and Bailey, and hopefully Sasha does get her WrestleMania moment. I'm all about it. Bailey's already won at Mania, so I'm all about it. I'm just excited, but here's the thing. Oh, Rob, you know why I'm honestly randomly excited for you? I know, Random. Man, but randomly <laughs> excited for you to be at the Rumble? Was it? Just watch The Fiend with the red light and let me know how it is in person. Cause oh, I've heard a lot yeah. of people say it sucks in person too. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not going to discount that, right? The red light has, uh, the source of the fiend's power and whoever figures out the red light needs to go off to beat him. is going to beat him. <laughs> I just hope that maybe they don't do that. I, you know what I noticed? I know this is really off topic, but do you guys hate, when they talk during certain people's entrances. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a fan of that. His, yeah, when The Fiend did his first entrance at SummerSlam. First off, it was sick because they didn't have the stupid red light. Mm-hmm. Now, Because now when he does his entrance, it's always the stupid fucking red light. And they don't talk. Right? Now, when I, I'm trying to think, when was the last time he fought on pay-per-view as The Fiend? Um, was it Saudi Arabia maybe then? Because I last pay-per-view or Survivor Series. I think Survivor Series. He came out the red light the whole time. No. Yeah. Because at TLC, he fought as Bray Wyatt. He didn't fight as the team. Yeah, he fought as, you know, Firefly. Yeah, which that was awesome. The, fire, the Funhouse, Bray Wyatt. Which was awesome. But the last Fiend entrance I remember watching, they were talking almost the whole time during his entrance. And that pissed me off because I feel like it takes it away. Like when The Undertaker comes out, they don't talk. Sometimes, to a certain degree. I think once, they get, once he gets to the ring, that's when they, get, that's when they start talking. Um, but Yeah, I just feel with The Fiend's entrance, they should never talk during it. They should right. let The Fiend come down and do his thing. And the red light just makes it so much worse. And it gets me so mad. Like, I can deal with it during the fucking match because I'm watching on TV. I'm not there. But friggin' the entrance is just so annoying because that entrance was so good at SummerSlam. That was sick. I think we can all agree that's probably one of the sickest mm-hmm. entrances we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah everybody, everybody was... I, that, I'm pretty sure, like, that song was, like, downloaded and streamed. Oh, yeah. I look for yeah. it immediately. Probably, like, <laughs> the next day. I look for it immediately. I still listen to that song. I, I still listen to it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the red light in the entrance, I think, makes it worse because I like how he does his thing. But when he gets in the ring, the whole point was they did that da dun da dun. And then, like, it goes normal crowd. And when he's in the ring, when he was in the ring in SummerSlam, like, once he did the entrance and he was in the ring, they had those crazy white lights flashing on him. The red doesn't give it that creepiness, I don't think, as weird as, as much as they think it does. Yeah, it should. Like, and, it takes, still- and it takes away, the red takes away from looking at the feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I believe that's by design, too. 
because um when he first came out he had that first match with that first entrance with the head and everything it was a lot of oh this is you know this is you know not for kids and this is scary and you know it was a whole bunch of backlash you know people had their two cents and everything and whatnot and people are so soft yeah and so i believe that's kind of why in part that this red light thing is is there because like you said you can barely see him now because that that goes back to a tna match remember when rockstar spud and ec3 had that match it was so bloody and everything uh, they couldn't sh- really show it on TV so they had to put it in black and white so you couldn't see it very well so I mean I believe right. that's just another layer that they, for the aesthetic of it or whatever so it won't be as creepy to those sensitive people that you're speaking about because it didn't yeah, start I, I it, call them the PC yeah it didn't start until after it was a problem but you know right so that that's kind of my I theory on the thing stupid though because I haven't met one person yet who likes that red light. Mm. Yeah, and then I, I believe maybe it'll go away eventually because now what I'm starting to see a lot of is kids wearing those fiend masks. <laughs> so what's the excuse now? Everyone loves the fiend. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I think, like, I honestly think the worst fans, I know this has nothing to do with the Rumble, but the worst fans are the adults. The kids like the people they're not supposed to like. Like, even when Strowman was, like, a bad guy, like a heel, kids still loved Strowman. Yeah. Because he's big and he throws people around and shit. Just, like, people, little kids love The Fiend. Mm-hmm. It's the adults who keep bitching and bitching. The only mm-hmm. thing I bitch about with The Fiend is the stupid red light in the match, which I think is yeah. 98% of the WWE fans. Yeah. It's like racism yeah. is taught. <laughs> what? I said it's like racism is taught. <laughs> You're a fool. Yeah. So, so what, oh, what? What other rumble thoughts we got? Uh, the rest of the card seems pretty predictable, in my opinion. Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin are fighting again for like the eighth time, so that's gonna be okay. A great no. uh, that's my. Uh, that's my okay. I'm not really gonna pay attention to it. I'm gonna have so I'm gonna have so much going on at that night. Yeah. Oh my dude! So yeah. yeah, between you know UWO live broadcast, they live they live um, broadcasting it. They're gonna be like watching it as well as doing their show. Um, me and my girl watch Ninety Day Fiance together. So I can't break that, and then I'll have the Rumble playing on at the same time. So I'm just gonna be like in and out. That'll probably be like that. That Roman and Corbin match will probably be, you know, that'll be 90 day time. Mm. So, Rob, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. For a guy who's going to be there, who's not really all about seeing CM Punk come back, Mm -hmm. well, obviously ain't about Taker and all that. Who do you want to see win the goddamn Rumble? What do they need to do for you to walk out with a big old marked smile on your face? (sighs) Um, Drew McIntyre wins the Rumble. I'll be happy with that. Um, okay. Shit, Alistair Black winning the rumble—that would be something for me. I mean, I, you know, I'm just saying what I would like to see. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, as much as I really don't care for it, if CM Punk were to return at the rumble and he has a potential chance at winning. 
CM Punk, because I mean, I would want to see what the backlash is to that. Because oh, he left wrestling. He said fuck wrestling. He did UFC. He did all the other stuff. And now you gonna come back? You gonna win the rumble? That's some bullshit. So I like to see the backlash if he won. <laughs> what the fuck would happen? Um, There's gonna be backlash regardless of <laughs> what's gonna happen. Exactly. That's the worst part about people. Like I'm trying to think of an example. Like everyone was dying for who was it? I think Seth Rollins to get over. Because mm-hmm. he had the best year in 2018. They put the title on Lesnar, and then they shit on him instantly again. Yeah. But it'd be like that sometimes. I mean, that's the only two they're really, well, three out. Cause that's I, think the, I think the only person who never gets shit from the WWE fan is like AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. I feel he never gets backlash for anything, whether he turns heel, whether he's face, whether he wins the title, whether he's supposed to drop the title. Mm-hmm. The only time I'd want to see AJ, I guess, lose in any match was Nakamura and Mania. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I wanted to see that. And then I did want to see Samoa Joe beat him at SummerSlam. Yeah. But in all the re- 8,000 rematches he had with both of them, I was like, yeah, well, AJ can win. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. I still want to see Samoa Joe win the title. Yeah, I mean, that's some other ones, too. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and whatnot. But, like, out of the... I think those two are going to have a singles match at Mania, personally. If the, if either one didn't face Triple H for some reason, mm-hmm. I could see them two like exploding on each other and then having a fucking Mania match. Yeah. I'm Which down. I think them two would be great. Because yeah. they can't get fucking title shots and whenever they do, they squander the fuck out of it. Yeah, pretty much. I know. Every, like, why do you think they don't pull the trigger? Like, Nakamura at Mania. That just seems like the easiest freaking thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because not tomorrow can't it. speak English. He wrote okay, Spreaker yeah. English. <laughs> yep, that's exactly why. If you're going to be champ, because it, you have to think business-wise. I, I, if you're going to be the champion, you got to be able to represent the company and do all those do all those appearances and everything. Like, we can't have a champion who really can't speak English. Yeah. And WrestleMania... Is when you is usually the baby is like usually baby face, baby face time for okay. the champion. That's okay. when. It, well, I, I tell you what though, they well, okay. They, wait, they, hold they, on. They, I'll wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I agree. I agree with the whole Nakamura the English thing. So why the hell didn't they give it to Joe at SummerSlam? Because it's Brock. Because he's because he's fat. So we just going with obvious. We just going with obvious Vincentisms. Just because he's the, he's not the muscle bound. He's not that muscle bound champion that Vince likes to have. But still, Kevin. Yeah, o- but it's funny. It's funny you say that though. But he obviously put the title on Kevin Owens, and then I heard at Survivor Series, Vince became like a huge mark for Keith Lee. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, that point, definitely. Who definitely has a worse body than Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe? But this is this is yeah, the thing though. Then, uh, we 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 suffer from a timing thing. If you would have had, you know, if we can push everything forward to like let's say within the past two years, maybe maybe year and a half, to where we had AJ's first appearance in the Rumble, this last Rumble, and Nakamura and him had to match at um, WrestleMania. Um, this past year or the, the year after Nakamura would get that shit now but since it was then you know that's kind of 
There's so much shit going on because anytime Brock Lesnar is on the motherfucking board, all this shit gets thrown into disarray. Now that you got somebody yeah. like The Fiend that is fucking supposedly unstoppable with all these shenanigans and all this other bullshit, it throws everything else in disarray because you got to kind of pick people that you want to feed to them to make them more credible. But at the same time, you don't build anyone up enough to be able to match or beat the fiend. So what I would say with this match with Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan is going to be the sacrifice. Daniel Bryan is not going to win, but he's going to be the person that shows a chink in the armor that is the fiend. He's going to be the first one to be like, oh, he's hurt the fiend. Oh, he's did something to the fiend. He won't win, but he'll set it up for whoever coming down the line to beat the fiend which may be roman reigns would fucking suck but that's what it's gonna be i yeah. wish that, i'd rather than even if this person lost to him at mania i'd rather see Strowman. i have no interest to see and i well i'm a huge Braun Strowman fan and i'm only saying i have no interest could be better i really don't want to see Braun Strowman win the ic title Braun Strowman should have been two-time wwe world champion by now or universal champion they but, definitely yeah, dropped the ball on him in yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, against Lesnar. That's because he stiff shot at Lesnar, and then Lesnar doesn't want to work with him ever again. And I mean, we could say that, but still, once again, the crux of that whole sentence that you just said is Brock fucking Lesnar. If it had been anybody else that was Universal <laughs> Champion that he would have went up against, Braun Strowman would have won that goddamn match. If it was anybody else that Samoa Joe was going up against, Samoa Joe would have won that fucking match. Name somebody else. Well, see, I've also heard some mixed reviews about Braun Strowman. I've heard, like, he's, like, before, I think it was around that time when he was facing Lesnar, like, those few times in a row. I heard, now, obviously, I don't know what, I really don't remember the source, if it was true or whatever. No but, um, that he ain't no bitch. Well, he ain't gonna do what the fuck you... Well, fuck. that, too. But I heard, like, he was getting in backstage trouble as far as, like, yeah. um... Like leaving, like leaving shows early and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can see how that happens because I mean they go there and if they ain't got shit for them to do, they will just sit there all fucking day. <laughs> so maybe I know. Imagine showing up to a show like a well, he's sometimes on TV, but like Mike Canellis, who's never on TV, mm-hmm. and just like that <laughs> must suck. Yeah, but I mean, at the same yeah, I think time, he's actually, I think he's sitting out his contract now. But yeah, but that's a, that's like a rule that's always been in place. That was always there in WWE. Like yeah. everybody shows up, and then you stay there till the end because I guess they, if something happens, injury happens, they just never know when they could. Yeah, and when they're gonna use you. And then just think about that too. That's cake as fuck. Because regardless if you're on TV or not, maybe if you're on TV, you get paid a little more, but you're getting paid regardless. So you can go sit there and save your body, you know, and all that stuff. The only thing that sucks is that you're traveling and spending that money in that aspect, but yeah. you're getting paid to do nothing. You know, I believe that's kind of why Zack Ryder and all the motherfuckers stick around so long because they're getting paid. I mean, they love it and they get to do it, something that they love, but they're getting paid to do nothing pretty much. Yeah, but I know, like, those guys, those guys usually do, like, the house show circuits. Yeah, and you need those people. You need those people. I'm just surprised people like yeah. the Ascension stayed around as long as they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I'll read, on, I'll read on Wrestling Inc. 
like the house show results and stuff like that. Cause sometimes they'll do like build up like pay-per-views kind of on there, like who they might feel out to do a feud with and shit. And you wouldn't even see like some people's names on there. Like, damn dude, you're not even doing, you're not even a squash match on the house show. It's like, what the fuck are you getting? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they essentially not granted they got released, but I'm surprised they could stay long as long as they did. And that's another thing too, man. It's just like, I don't know. Um, why don't I don't know? I don't even, I lost my fucking thought about the thing, but it was just I don't know. I fuck it. I lost it. <laughs> yeah, I hate when I happen to. That happens. You old? Yeah, I'm old as shit. I'm an old motherfucker. <laughs> you put two years older than me, bro, Rob. Yeah, but you you got the young man jeans or whatever. You don't look like Nah, Rob 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 said you're my age, twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, I thought you was his age. <laughs> well, I'm thirty five. Yeah, so yeah, you got the young man jeans. I got the old person jeans or whatever. My parents was fifty <laughs> nah, Rob, and forty Rob, when they had the me. Rob, you got the military jeans. Yeah, that too. <laughs> well shit, you still a young man? <laughs> well, you are actually a young man, so never mind. When yeah. you get to my age, you got some shit to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. But um, before we ride out of here, you want to um, touch briefly on the Worlds Collide card? What they got so far? Are y'all tracking on that? Uh, I just know I heard Finn Balor. I feel who he's fighting, but apparently that's just be a good one. And then Imperium and Undisputed Era. And then I know Rhea oh, Ripley. I'm looking forward to that one. Support. Now, look, I'm going to be straight up honest with y'all. I was not going to the Worlds Collide card. But what changed my mind and made me say that I was going to go watch this show is when they added Finn Balor. But you hate Finn Balor. That's crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's not so much that I wanted to see Finn Balor. I wanted to see Dragunov. So that's what was the deciding factor for me to want to go because I like um Dragonoff a lot and they added Dragonoff is good yeah they added him to the card and I was like you know Finn is an interesting character for him to go up against so I want to go now and see this <laughs> and then, you know the, the, the I don't, speak, I don't, I'm really surprised you don't like Finn Dallas. it's nah I just, he he he's good for the business he is a star. And I, I just don't like him. He's just not my cup of tea. It's same thing, you know. You know, y'all gonna get get on me for this one. I don't so much dig Adam Cole as much. Baby, no. Yeah, I mean, once again, he is good for the business. He is a star. I just don't dig him all that much. So, you know, I mean, if if the Undertaker is one of the best you know characters and professional you know he's done so much for the world of professional wrestling but his time is gone and I don't like that shit so I'm always say something bad about current day Undertaker current day Undertaker I just don't like that shit you know but I will not deny that they are stars that they contribute more to the business being in it than out of it and you know they they draw money. I just don't dig them that much. You're just a hater. 
Shut up. <laughs> You're a hater. You're a hater. Yeah, man. Cole? Cole? Yeah, come on. When have you seen a bad Adam Cole match? Especially at TakeOver. But that's that's the thing. Yeah, though. I know. Adam Cole be put on some of the best matches I've ever now, seen. See, but this this is the thing though. This this is why I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stop y'all. This is why I'm gonna stop y'all and other motherfuckers like y'all. It's two people in that goddamn match. It's not just Adam motherfucking Cole or Finn fucking Balor. It's the opponent that they're going up against, which makes the match fucking good. If it wasn't for the other person to sell the moves, the offense that they put against them, then they would not be shit. So kiss my ass. Have a nice day. <laughs> Drake Maverick for Intercontinental Champion. Drake Maverick is a phenomenal fucking wrestler. He just doesn't get a chance to showcase it. Right. I agree. I agree there. Is he still the GM he, for 205 Live? I think they kind of low-key disbanded that shit. <laughs> I think yeah, so, too. That, like, no, that show's still on. No, I'm talking about like, no, I know him the as the still GM. On, but... Yeah, I don't know. He, uh, they, I don't know why they ever did ever did anything with EC3 either. Yeah, it's just they, yeah, Vince just wasn't feeling them. All that talent hoarding, man. They're just like sucking motherfuckers up yeah. just to do it. I don't know. Malcolm Bivin, general manager of the year. That dude is funny as fuck, man. <laughs> Who is that? Malcolm, Malcolm Bivin, um, the Stokely guy or whatever that they signed. Oh yeah, yeah. Holloway. I follow him on Twitter and he has me dying laughing. Yeah, he trying to he campaigning hard to be on the bump. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever watched the bump? Nah. I nah, I haven't had a chance to. I have a problem watching extra WWE shit. <laughs> so like backstage and I, the bump and watch along and all that. Backstage that I just can't stay up. I can't stay up. I do yeah, oh, I work overnight Sunday and Monday night yeah. and I'm just like but I try to and I just never make it. That shit comes on at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> exactly. Granted, it's I can't make power, so mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean then they got replays on the network, don't they? No, nah, I don't think backstage is on the network. That's a Fox thing. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that's a Fox thing. Yeah, that's not on it. Well, that's but un- they show they show all the highlights on YouTube. Uh, that's unfortunate. But I don't I don't know. It's just I have a hard time watching extra shit. <laughs> yeah. But, of course you do. Yeah. So I mean, that's it, fellas. We got anything else? Any closing thoughts? Um, I'm still in t- I'm still intrigued with the rumble. I I. Like like Nick said earlier, it's highly unpredictable at this moment. Mm-hmm. And if Undertaker comes out, you should just FaceTime me when he does show up. Oh, I will. Just so I can see it live you, once again. You will hear all about it <laughs> if that motherfucker <laughs> show up. It'll be just like that one WrestleMania in New Orleans. <laughs> all right. But you knew he was going to show up there. No, I, I I was hoping against all hope that he wouldn't hey. show up. <laughs> But you knew he was. I didn't know shit. I was just praying that he would. You wouldn't. knew he was. No. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I didn't want to see it, but for what it was, it was it was awesome. He didn't have a full blown out match. He just came in, did it greatest hits, and he got the fuck out. That's all. If he, if he has to be there, that's all he need to do and get the fuck on about his business. 
There you go. But if it's gonna be stay, if if my sting theory is true, mm-hmm. then yeah, we're gonna get something. Um, I'm very skeptical about the match. The spec, the speculation, the spectators. Uh, I lost the word I was thinking about, but like the spectacle, yeah, the spectacle is gonna be amazing. Sure. But as far as what we're actually gonna get, as far as match wise, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah. So this is what's gonna happen. Not for living. I don't know if um if my my surroundings will allow me for it and whatnot. So if that motherfucker do come out, I'm standing up. I'm turning the fuck around and I'll videotape that shit over my shoulder. <laughs> Such a hater. Because I, I, I can't leave like I said I would do if you showed up at WrestleMania if I go to that. I can't leave because my kids are going to be there with me. I ain't going to leave them in the fucking Minute Maid Park by their goddamn self while I go take a piss break. <laughs> so damn, yeah, I'll just turn my back and record that shit. <laughs> Okay, I'll take that. Rob, you're a fraud. You're a fraud. Dude, I'll take that. I'm sure I'll get a couple of motherfuckers while. Yeah, I'll be. St- while you're recording, it'll, it'll it. be it'll be me facing the camera with the shit happening over the back over my back shoulder while I'm cussing at this bitch. <laughs> yep, yep, motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, man, I think I think we we done covered a lot of gambit of things or whatever i mean i said who i would like to win the um, rumble i said um mcintyre black owens um maybe even some more joe what are your guys thoughts give me give me some of your rumble picks i ain't gonna even go over the woman's rumble or whatever i'll just take whatever they give me because i don't care <laughs> okay i'm going for my punk theory mm-hmm. go ahead carl yeah punk and mcintyre all right punk and mcintyre what you got nick Pumpkin McIntyre. Word. Which I got for the ladies rumble. Rhonda or Sasha or Sasha. Alright. Rhonda or Sasha? Nick? Shana or Sasha. Cool. Cool. Alright. So yeah, there we are. We 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 r- talked about the rumble in a roundabout way <laughs> and other conspiracy theories. Uh Tess- Tessa Blanche is an uh, undercover racist. And whatnot. <laughs> I wonder if so. I we kind of said this, right? You think she's still going to get the title? Yeah, that's what I was. That's the question I asked y'all. Are they going to derail what they may have had planned because of this incident? And uh, that remains to be seen. Because I am still a conspiracy theorist that I think is coincidental that this stuff will come up the day before this big event. And I think it's not to so much stir the pot on what Tessa Blanche's behind the scenes doings is and whatnot. It's probably for yeah. hype for this show. And you know that could that could be it. Yeah, hype for this show and maybe even some uh character changes coming toward this character, you know, after the outcome and whatnot. So you never know. Especially in the age of internet, there's always some daggone new ways. There's got to be a new way for you as a professional wrestler to work the crowd. But I don't think this is kind of a work because there's multiple accounts of people saying different shit and whatnot. But either way, regardless if it's for real or fake or whatever the case may be, it's it's creating buzz for this damn show that's going on today. Yeah, 
and it's got people talking about it. So anyway, that has been wrestling this trash. I know you've been waiting for this for a long time, <laughs> but um, on behalf of myself, Nick Anaselli and Carl, uh, we bid you a fond adieu, and we'll see you next time.